happy Purim! I just got fired from my job at the Ultra Quick Mart. My girlfriend left me and I got evicted from my apartment. Can I do anything, right? Now you can, Bob. What? Who are you? How would you like to have total control over a small but faithful following, own your own private resort, and have all the power and sex you ever wanted? Would I? Well, now you can with the all-new Cultomatic. Cultomatic is an easy step-by-step -step program that can have people believing you're the second coming of Christ in no time. Now you're talking. All you need is a ninth grade education, a couple of gullible groupies, and the gift of gab, and you're ready to start with the help of Cultomatic. With Cultomatic, you'll learn to perform minor miracles like pulling a dime out of your ear. You'll learn to manipulate scripture any way you choose. You'll use vague biblical references to make your followers believe the end is near, and you'll learn neat tricks like how to speak in tongues. And all of these elements are sure to make believers out of almost anyone. And don't forget the babes. That's right, Bob. When people believe you're the son of God, you can do just about anything, including having sex with anyone you choose. Cultomatic comes complete with instruction book, AK-47 assault rifle, and fortified Kool-Aid just in case. And it works like a charm. Just ask our satisfied customers, Jim Jones, Sun Young Moon, and who could forget David Koresh? Oh, yeah. To order Cultomatic, just call 1-800-NUTCASE. That's 1-800-N-U-T-C-A-S-E. Call today because the end of this great offer could be tomorrow. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. tonight. Oh. oh, it's the right time of the month. I'm feeling bloated. Oh, it's the right time of the month for spurting blood. Happy Women's History Month on the Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM, 1470, WWNN. And in answer to uh, one of the uh, Facebook inquiries <laughs> about the uh, signal of this station, I uh, can't pick it up in Lantana or whatever it is. I held a meeting with the uh, erstwhile engineering staff at WWNN, and we uh, took a vote and... Uh, <sighs> Nobody cares. <laughs> this business is dead. Uh, and, and, you know, if it wasn't for the 96 Telecom Act, which uh, just made this uh, whole industry, it turned it into roadkill, uh, maybe maybe he'd have a point, but nobody cares. No. As the, as the song said, uh, the right time of the month, uh, you might be able to hear. Well, actually... I don't know what he's talking about, because I've picked this signal up all the way from uh, North Palm to Hollywood. But then again, it might have been the time of day. Who knows? It's uh, The skip transmitter may not have been on that. Who, who knows? And uh, who cares? But I thank you for tuning in just the same. And besides, you missed the good stuff at the second half. So uh, remember to tune in online on the Brit Summer Show, and you'll hear uh, what you couldn't hear before. Yeah, it's Women's History Month, and I just have to mention, and again, because it's me, so I get laughed at. 
But there's a book called The Reporter Who Knew Too Much. And there was supposed to be a movie made about Dorothy Kilgallen. Who? Uh, she's only known for being a, a panelist on What's My Line? A game show, a quiz show panelist. And that's all, you know, with the uh, blindfolds on uh, to guess the uh, celebrity guest, uh, which aired on CBS. Jeez, that show was on for... What's My Line was on from 1950 to 1974. So what is that? It was on 24 years. Of course, she didn't make it that far. Pretty much that's all she was ever known for. But you had to watch... I mean, uh, it's common... Uh, well, it was at the time, common knowledge, that she was a gossip columnist. She was like the East Coast Rona Barrett of her time. But what's not known is that Dorothy Kilgallen was a murder trial courtroom reporter back in the 1930s when women just... She was the only one. Women didn't do that back then. I mean, this is long before she uh, just became a celebrity panelist and uh, a gossip columnist. Before that, she actually was an intrepid reporter in a business that back then didn't have many women in it at all. And uh, she persisted and uh, she covered the uh, Sam Shepard trials, if you remember that, and uh, she had quite an extensive background in criminal investigations and reporting. Uh, but when she went to the, uh, and the big money was the uh, celebrity column, and then everybody forgot about what she She actually was a reporter. And that's what got her killed, because she wanted to get to the bottom of the uh, Kennedy assassination. And I, w I, I read this book. It's, it's a good book. And it was supposed to be a movie. I don't know. Disappeared. Uh, and here's a woman that, in Women's History Month. She was a real trailblazer for journalism in the 30s and 40s until she went to the uh, celebrity college. And she actually did some uh, credible work. Uh, and I'm not saying this because she, she was not... A nice person. I guess she couldn't be to get to as far as she got with uh, reporting for newspapers. Uh, just being a girl like that. I guess you had to be a bitch. You had to be. Because uh, look what she was up against. Problem was, she became a bitch to the wrong people. And uh, that kind of like tied into uh, how she woke up dead one day. But <laughs> it's a fascinating story. Her enemies were... Frank Sinatra. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just fascinating stuff, and nobody knows about it. Very few know about it, and I really wish they'd make a movie about it, because the tough part's going to be, who are they going to cast? They have to find somebody with no chin. So think about any actress out there now who is chinless, and uh, oh, there you go. She can play Dorothy Kilgallen. Maybe that's what's holding them back from uh, filming it because the treatment's out there. It's done. It's all kind. In the book, they talk about a movie being made, but it just uh, vanished. But there, there's a name for Women's History Month. Uh, she was not a nice person. And uh, if you saw, if you, in all of the uh, what's my lines are up there, you say she's a perfectly sociable and delightful lady on the air. Uh, but she was uh, hard drinking uh, a bitch, which I guess you had to be to accomplish what she did in the 30s and 40s. Of course, she was married to a, a really bad drunk, Dick Comer, also known as, uh, from radio as Boston Blackie. And no, that was not a uh, epithet or uh, a racial slur. Uh, Boston Blackie, <laughs> his name was. Horatio Black, so that was the nickname. Uh, of course, they could never do a Boston Blackie series now or a, a movie because, uh, oh, it's offensive. And of course, like everything else now, no one would take two seconds to look up. Oh, that's what his name is. <laughs> Horatio Black. Yeah, she was dating Johnny Ray and uh, Colmer knew it and he just, he just got more drunk. It's quite a story. I mean, don't listen to me. Pick up the book. It's called... The reporter who knew too much, the mystery death of What's My Line TV star and media icon Dorothy Kilgallen. It was compiled and written by uh, Mark Shaw, and it's on Amazon. And if you want uh, just a quick cursory overview 
uh, you go to uh, the reporter who knew too much dot com. And it has a pretty good background there with what I'm talking about. So it's not just some crazy tranny in South Florida talking about this. It's a historically significant and right in line with Women's History Month. To you by Allstate, whose policies now include protection for your home, your family, as well as your car. You're in good hands with Allstate. Now let's all play What's My Line? Good evening, panel. Will our first guest sign in, please? Mr. John. Welcome, sir. You've met our panel, and I take it you're familiar with our rules. Yes, I am. Mr. Negroponte performs a service. Let's begin with Bennett Surf. Can a man or woman use this product? Uh, Uh, That would be a no, Bennett. Please utilize the given clue to avoid any further litigation. One down, Miss Kilgallen. (laughs) One pill too many, I'm afraid, eh, Dorothy? Oh, well. That's two down, Mr. Hackett. Are you currently appearing on Broadway? No, no. That would be a no. Three down, Miss Francis. Are you a convicted assassin? Yes, I am. Mr. Negroponte was convicted of backing an assassination squad in Honduras, Battalion 316, I think it was. Yes. Convictions were ultimately overturned. Elliot Abrams as well, I presume. Uh, yes, I believe so. All back in business, eh? Yes. Well, best of luck to you, and thank you for being on What's My Life. Now, today, uh, the American public's memory is really bad, but what was never great, and 20 years ago when I had a career on the Neil Rogers show, I did my share of material that included Dorothy Kilgallen. And everybody went, who are you talking about? But, But Neil, the greatest radio show host of all time, of course he knew who that was, and he appreciated that. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go into the uh, comedy bit ditty bag. And these go back to the the 90s. Well, actually, uh, when JFK Jr., uh, when his plane crashed, which that's a whole other story because I told him not to take off. The weather was bad and he's a Kennedy after all and I will be fine. And then he crashed. Not to say that they're arrogant. Yeah, so this was launched around that time and uh, isn't it nice not to talk about the orange fart head? Listen to the sound of John John's falling plane Augering into the sea You'd think a multi-millionaire like JFK Could afford a better plane If JFK had more time flying he would have known A Piper Cub's a cheap and crappy plane that blows A gun aimed at my head's about the only way I would go Now Ted's the only one that's left alive today From what they call the Kennedy curse If Dorothy Kilgallen was alive she'd say Cheer up it's only gonna get worse Listen to the sound of John John's calling Splatter, 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 splatter. 95.3 FM, 1470, WWNN, The Bridge Summer Show. Yeah, I like history. Sorry. So, uh, this being uh, Women's History Month, uh, I'm going to call it Herstory. So, it should be Women's Herstory Month instead of history. Or, in my case, uh, Hysterical Herstory. Uh, I fell upon this show on Netflix called uh, The Blacklist. Uh, with James Spader, and a, and a hell of a good cast. I did. I, I've heard of it, but I never watched it. Number one, because it was on CBS, which I don't watch network television. It's a network show, and surprisingly, it's goddamn good. In fact, there was one special guest star, Andrew Dice Clay, but he didn't go. Oh, I don't think he goes. Oh, anymore. <laughs> Get a life. Of course, it's uh, FBI fantasy. When you watch it, you have to go in with that understanding. I mean, they wrap up a case in 52 minutes. As as we've all witnessed now, for the FBI to wrap up a case, it takes years. 
years. Not to mention uh, anybody in a uh, powerful position in the government. And I don't mean just the uh, Oval Office, the cabinet. I'm talking about anybody in a uh, power position in any governmental agency. Uh, when, when you're under investigation by the FBI, it's like, uh, 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 yeah. But not on this show. <laughs> they go after everybody. It doesn't matter who or how, how what powerful position they're in. It goes, this is fiction. This is, uh, <laughs> I find that disturbing too. Pentagon, their own FBI, uh, CIA, uh, the White House, doesn't matter. In TV land, uh, they go after him, in the, and there's no reservations about it. They just uh, go after it. The FBI uh, goes after their uh, poip. But if you're just a lowly schmuck like the rest of us, living day to day, trying to just survive, and you do something wrong, with it, oh, no, no, FBI, it'll be all over you like flies. They, that, that's easy. And they did, and to be fair, they do that on this show too. But uh, when it comes to those in high positions, we all know now it takes many, many, many years uh, the more the more digits in the income, uh, the less likely they are to get uh, to accomplish any kind of investigation. And while I'm on the subject, there's there's a thing about uh, movies and television that I I cannot watch, and I haven't been able to do this since uh, West Wing. And West Wing was a fi- it was a good show. I couldn't watch it, and it wasn't because uh, it was an ex well acted, well written, well directed, ba 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 everything. But I couldn't watch it because it was about a president. And Bush was in office when that show was on the air. And I can't watch any fictional account. Well, I couldn't. That back then, I still can't. Uh, and a fictional account of a uh, thoughtful, intelligent, brave president who puts his country first over and above party and uh, everybody else. Uh, that doesn't exist. No. No. That's too... Might as well watch a uh, cartoon. I just can't. Uh, I can't handle that. No. When I'm watching this show, uh, you know, just to rinse my brain off at the end of the day. And I can't help but notice that, as far as procedures concerned, there's none taken here. <laughs> and what do I know about the FBI? But I'm pretty sure not all the FBI agents are smoking hot. <laughs> But I found this interesting because here's a hit show. Obviously, it's a hit show because it's been on for five years. And the star, James Spader, is 59 years old. So good for him. Usually, if you're not 21 and gorgeous, you don't get a TV show anymore. It's a fun watch, but it's frustrating at the same time. You just wish that they worked that quickly. You just wish that they would take down these... uh, Acts of espionage against the United States. I wish they would take it down in 52 minutes. Because this insane mouth breather, this thug-coddling criminal, uh, it's just going to get worse. I don't know if we're going to make it to the primary, let alone the election. He's out there exporting his hate and his bigotry and uh, doing that coy routine in front of the cameras. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's being coached by the best Nazis around and obeying everything they say. The Federalist Society, the AFA. Oh, yeah, and still Steve Bannon. By the way, that uh, Brexit thing, that was Bannon. He was involved with that. He go, What he does, he does a hit and run. He's real good at mass media manipulation. And then he accomplishes his goal and he runs. Because he don't live there. Even the British right-wing media types over there they're not there no more their job is done bye 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 that was all a media fueled thing brexit really that's how it started in fact there's a thing on hbo called brexit there the whole thing was fueled by media now like us they have a right-wing media over there but they also have not a fairness doctrine but they have something in place where you do hear both sides well in this case The population decided to hear that one side. The alternative was out there, because they allow that on the air as opposed to here. It's funny, they talk about the uh, state-run media that that Trump wants to put in place, which they already have, Fox News. He doesn't need one. There's one right there. I guess he wants to make it all a state-run. But really, the Democratic Party, you're up against 
uh, not just Fox News, but they're up against all of the other. And these rednecks, these knuckle-dragon mouth breathers, they do listen to AM radio. Not my audience, of course. Uh, but they, they don't they don't know what that newfangled computer does. Or they don't have satellite radio in their pick em up or trucks. They don't know what that is. It's got numbers and things, and you got to fiddle around with uh, put, pushing a thing with your finger. That's a lot to do. These mugwumps just want to turn a knob. And when they do that, uh, voices of hatred come out of the radio. And that's still out there. Not only is it still out there, but it's still not making any money and not a, and not attracting any spot. Local sponsors may be so because there's nowhere else to advertise. But as far as national sponsorship, very, very little. And why? Because they don't need it. You hear the talk about fucker Tarleson. I mean, uh, Tucker Carlson, his advertisers leaving the show. Uh, uh, the reason they got rid of uh, Janine. How about some S&M baby Piro? Uh, because of low sponsor that's not what happened with that she'll be back but yeah they are losing sponsorship left and right but they don't care because they're going to be subsidized by coke industries by the uh, american family association by the nra what little uh, nra has left after the uh, revelation that uh, they're involved with uh, russia but that, that's where their money comes from. And that's why you have, that's why Rush is still on the air with little tiny itsy bitsy numbers in his book, uh, barely breaking a three. And that's why Hannity's on the air. Nobody listens to that show. Well, three people do. Yeah, yeah, Sean, yeah. Oh, you hear what he said? Yeah. Uh, but that's not enough to sustain uh, a radio program, but they don't care. They don't care. It's like PBS. They're underwritten and they're subsidized. Sponsorship is just gravy juice. It's uh, trimming on the side. Because they are not, not. Their checks aren't coming from sponsors. No, this business is dead. Dead. That's why I have more fun doing the podcast. Because I can do and say what I please and not stress about the fact that I'm not making money because when you do a podcast, you don't make any money anyway. Outside of the generous donations from my listeners, which I deeply appreciate, but that's it. And how they get these spot clusters, I said this before, spot clusters on uh, on these uh, other podcasts, it's beyond me. It is a mystery. And I've spoken to people who are uh, deeper inside the business than even I am. People who have been in this business for many years uh, and they, they don't know what's going on with that. That's a that's a deep state secret. <laughs> the deep state. Nobody seems to know. Or they're just not telling us. My money. My money. Well, how do you know that uh, I couldn't uh, get anybody to patronize those products and services? You don't know. Of course, I don't know who these people are. Or agencies, shall we say. But I do thank everybody for tuning in to 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN to hear my show. Because I can tell you, if there's more than three of you out there, that would give me the largest listening audience in all of South Florida radio. <laughs> Much as they hate to admit it. And there I go again, sinking back into talking about this goddamn business, which, which uh, it's dead. Uh, it, it no longer exists, so I don't even know why I stress over that. Everything's going to online, which takes the local out of it. But if you want variety and if you don't want to, we got to kill all the thugs on the street or whatever it is or uh, what happened in New Zealand. That was great. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And it didn't happen. That That's the other thing. <laughs> false flag. New Zealand was a false flag. Yeah, okay. It never really happens when a white guy does it. White tourism. They don't want to label it that. G is for the ghastly things it can do. U is for ugly rednecks who own more than two. N is for the NRA that wants your friends to die today. S is for the sedentary, pasty inbreds buying any guns. That phallic symbol pleases you. Guns supplement your team. 
Summer Show, 95.3 FM, 1470 WWN. And if I'm bitching and whining about uh, the radio business today, uh, let me just say that I am grateful to be on the air. Everybody at this station has just been great with me, and I appreciate their confidence in me doing a show. Jesus, going to be going on uh, eight years in July. And look at all the sponsors I've amassed since then. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. I would have quit a long time ago, and I just might uh, someday. But apparently, there's people out there who look forward to this show every week, and that's why I do it. Otherwise, uh, I got better things to do. But I appreciate you being out there listening to me uh, babble, and I uh, appreciate the, you clicking the donate button on thebritsummershow.com. So everybody down on the ground who is listening to the signal, wherever that signal may be, whether you got to park under the tower, <laughs> according to that guy, <laughs> or drive to Lake Worth or down to uh, Davy, I don't know. Uh, but thanks for <laughs> tuning in. And by the way, yeah, it's four o'clock Sundays, but <clears throat> it's run on uh, various times throughout the week. It's plugged in to fill time. You know? I'm a good time filler. So thanks for that. And I'll see you again here next week, hopefully. Right here on 95.3 FM, 1470, searching for a new sensation in dining? If you're tired of that same old bump and grind, then why not revisit an old friend and eat at the Y? That's right, folks, because here at the Y, we've turned our old facilities into a mouth-watering buffet. And you've never seen a spread like this one, featuring some of the most delicious entrees you've ever tasted. And if you like eating Mexican, you'll love the Y because every night is taco night. Or if you enjoy the taste of wild game, our chefs prepare a lip-smacking sautéed rabbit baked in a golden flour crust. That's right, hair pie. It's all here. Literally mounds of piping hot food, including juicy steaks cooked medium rare. Because when you eat at the Y, all the meat is pink in the middle. Or if you like spicy food, here's an unusual entree, a red-hot Cajun mule steak. Talk about a piece of ass that brings tears to your eyes. It's lip-smacking goodness you won't want to miss. So the next time you eat out, slide on down to the Y. Located just north of Percy Highway off the number one exit. Want to eat at the Y. It's fun to eat at the Y. License to thrill. It's Fritz Summers. Bumping over with fun. They know what I've had for breakfast when they've seen it. 
sounds vile to taste vile Losing my lunch in a chunky pile I can't stand the food in me So I puke so that I'll be skinny Every single meal you can bet the girl is scarfing Then goes to the toilet so that she can start barfing Everything she eats soon after it's departing Hey, she's bulimic Throwing up her dinner, it's a chunky little puddle Pathetic bitch wants to be skinny like a model Cause if she got fat, then she would only waddle Hey, she's bulimic I like cheeseburgers, I enjoy them With milkshakes, fries, and a Twinkie I'll eat them, but not keep them They're so good, so I just... Now, come on, what was I supposed to do? My dietician was out of town, and they were so good. Every single meal you can bet the girl is scarfing, then goes to the toilet so that she can start barfing. Everything she eats soon after it's departing. Hey, she's bulimic. Throwing up her dinner, it's a chunky little puddle. Pathetic bitch wants to be skinny like a model. Cause if she got too fat, then she would only waddle. Hey, she's bulimic. Red Summer Show, FYINation.com. Skyhawk Radio, and I got to get with Natalie on what's going on with GDPR Revolution 99. I do not know, uh, but I expect to be talking with her this week, I hope. And uh, let's see, oh, SoFloRadio.com, still alive. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, and of course, TheBritSummerShow.com, where you'll find all of my uh, things there are aggregated in a page. Uh, it's aggregated and aggravated, including the donate button. And I thank you in advance. You know, it's a good thing that I post-edit this show because I'll have you know, and without editing it, you, you would have heard it. My texts have been going off. This is what this is what annoys the crap. I know I should turn my phone off, but there's things I need to know. And it, the phone keeps going off. People are like, and, and this happens when anybody's on the air. To, well, it doesn't happen anymore because nobody's on the air. But you've got to turn your phone off. And uh, I can't because there's uh, things going on that I have to know about. And then post-edit, I cut all the buzz buzz and bing bings out. Uh, <laughs> and that takes a while. But it's, it's, it's taken me forever to get through the monologuing through this show. Anyway, uh, this New Zealand thing, um, it's nice to see what a real leader does. This uh, sad lady that... <laughs> Jacinda Adern, I think her name is. I hope I'm saying her name right, uh, because she seems like a nice lady, albeit very sad. She she's always got a sad look. Uh, but talk about doing the right thing. She is banning assault rifles in New Zealand, which is we we did that here, but that didn't last long, and we're all enjoying the results of that of of letting that. I left that in there so you can hear it. I left that in there so everybody can hear how people annoy the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> there they are. We had all these uh, knuckle-dragging Republicans out there. Oh, Obama's going to come and then take a, your gun. He never took nothing. Uh, but let the sad lady in there, and she will take your gun. She is taking her guns, and deservedly so. They, they should be banned. They should be dumped in the ocean where they'll rust and uh, create a barrier reef. Help create life instead of take it away. Anybody who has like gun collections and then holds guns and they, they think, I'm going to protect my land and my family. I'm going to protect the United States of America. Uh, what we need is protection from assholes like you. I hate country music. <laughs> I don't have a buddy named Ray. My swimming pool ain't shaped like a guitar. Most all of my friends are gay. I hate country music. Alabama needs a shave. Put me on a bus, pointed to Detroit. Turn up Sam and Dave. I hate country leading you. Rodney Carrington of the Bob and Tom Show. Rodney Carrington, by the way, who is uh, having a live concert uh, right here in South Florida. One of the great parody uh, comedy music guys uh, that has nowhere to go. <laughs> is Bob? I don't even know if Bob and Tom are still on the air. If they are, he probably goes there. But as a national name, uh, and I don't know where his uh, political ideals rest. It, it doesn't matter to me. The guy's funny. 
uh, and you won't hear him on uh, any existing entertaining radio shows. Instead, you'll hear Amateur Hour. He's too good. And the problem with that is, and the reason why I don't bother with it, if your stuff's too good, if it's too polished and too funny, uh, it's not so much content that they're concerned about with these existing on, on-air programs. It's the, the money. They think uh, you're going to want to get paid for it. And anybody with half a brain knows that there is no money to, to pay anybody with anymore. <laughs> I'm talking about terrestrial broadcast. What little of it is left. So, I, And I, I still have friends that the uh, trio of terror, me, uh, Adam Guitar Man Austin, and uh, KJ, whenever it comes up, it's like we come up with these really great, funny ideas to do parody stuff. All original music and everything else. And it's like, nope. And everybody thinking about how come I don't? It, it, this is why. Because, I mean, other than my show, where are you going to play it? Who's going to hear it? I recently discovered uh, <laughs> there is a uh, Dr. Demento. And if you'll remember Dr. Demento, even he can't get on the air. And that was a syndicated uh, comedy show that was on like Sunday nights. Uh, and he had a sponsor. I think Dentine Gum was his sponsor. And he was on for years. You can't even hear that. And that's not even a political show. But it would be too entertaining. It would be. And it was free to broadcast at radio stations, you know, with uh, spot agreements. That was it. It didn't cost him any money to run. Dr. Demento, he, he, it was self-contained. He had his own sponsorship. And it just stopped. It just stopped. And it has nothing to do with right wing or left wing or uh, hate talk or whatever. It was totally independent of anything it was just a fun show to listen to it was on every sunday night around the country and i know i can't be the only one that remembers that and uh there's a, a dr demento website that has playlists from every show and I, I went through that just just to see and yeah there was about uh five or six of my bits that were on the dr demento show back in uh 90 91 and I'm going to play one of those in uh, just a moment. But uh, as of late, it's been a concern of mine. Well, of non-concern, I should say. Because I have such great ideas to do comedy bits. And other than this show as a vehicle, there's nowhere else to send it. Are you kidding, Stephanie Miller? Are you kidding? And I don't even think that karaoke guy is uh, getting paid. He's making his money by uh, promoting his discs and stuff like that if you're stupid enough to buy it. You know, I mean, if you're buying one of his things, you, you might as well buy a karaoke disc and do it yourself. Those karaoke bits aren't funny Cause they edit them way too quick Yes, karaoke bits are never funny because they don't know how to edit them right, and they cut them off short, and they always sound like... There is no longer a gold standard for um, parodies uh, or uh, broadcast comedy. It's gone. And, and that goes for uh, broadcasting altogether. There's no gold standard. That's why. 98% of all the podcasts you hear out there are like, Hi, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. And, and my favorite one is the woman who kept her uh, hand over her mouth when she would talk. And we're going to talk about the environment today. And we're going to talk about saving our planet. And you couldn't hear what she was saying. And when I critique all of the bad podcasts out there, it's only because no effort's being put into it. And if you're afraid of the microphone, then step away. Don't bother doing it, because it seems to me a lot of these people are just afraid to talk. And, and I want to make it clear that I'm not putting anybody down. I'm certain they're very nice people, but this goes back to years ago. And uh, a lot of people who didn't belong on the air, they were very well liked, very nice people and very smart, intelligent people. And they just didn't belong on the air. Not everybody can do it. And I'm not touting myself. I'm talking as a audio consumer. I want to hear stuff that entertains me. I don't care about me. I got things to do during the day. And when I put on a, a, a podcast, I want it to be professionally polished and done. Because down here, there's nothing on the air. 
There's nothing on the radio. I've, I'm, I'm repeating myself. But I, it's just a diatribe I keep falling into because of a lack of concern. The lack of concern, like uh, there was recently a uh, article in the Associated Press. The Associated fucking Press is, is finally, finally reporting on something that uh, I've been talking about uh, for years on this show. About ice, 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 baby. Who isn't nice? They're all about brown skin. That, that's, that's all they're in. They're in place for uh, Trump to be his private paramilitary army and just go after brown skins because down here in the sun and fun capital of the world, Miami Beach, Florida, the uh, floodgates are wide open for Russian women to come here and drop a baby in the United States to become an, a, 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 what do they call it? Anchor babies. It's a boom. A boom. And uh, we're going to have a lot of Russian kids running around, Russian uh, young adults pretty soon, that uh, don't belong here, but they're welcome here because, um, oh, that's right, they're white. We've got Russians coming here that are not only uh, dropping babies on our shore, but laundering money goes without saying and the flight capital to buy all the... uh, empty and vacant condominiums that goes without saying but here's the thing that's not being reported on and i have it on good authority that they're voting i left that in so you can hear it 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 just won't stop they're voting too Uh but more on that in future shows to come because and i'm going to pull up that article probably on the next show or maybe this one i don't know depending what time it is but what was i talking about oh i was talking about dr demento and one of my uh, songs that got the most airplay on the Dr. Demento show, not to pat myself on the back or anything like that, but I, I just say that because I once had a career. And for about a 10-year span, uh, oh, maybe a little longer, if you include Dr. Demento, because from, from uh, 96 to uh, 2007, I was uh, nationally syndicated. And it all came to a crashing halt. But this one here, this was my first national breakout. I think it was 91. And I'd like to also point out that unlike karaoke uh, jerk-off that Stephanie Miller was, this was 91 on a four-track Tascam. <laughs> a four-track Tascam cassette. Oh, my God. And it sounds like it, too. Well, we were out on our first date After eating at a Mexican cafe While we were driving in my car let one go that almost blew us both away I asked her did you cut the cheese then she turned around to look at me and said girls don't fart girls don't fart she kept on telling me that girls don't fart but I do the odor permeated through my clothes and in my hair and so I rolled Another deadly squirt Then I held my nose And covered it with my shirt I turned around to get her back With just a matter of time Before another attack So I asked if she was okay Then she looked at me And all she had to say was Girls don't fart On the Brit Summers Show. E-R-E-C-T-I-O-N. It's erection time. 
Yeah, a little bit of Evergreen on the Brit Summer Show. Uh, evergreen means you could play whatever, anything, anything. And Jim Schuyler is right. I should do an Evergreen show. I just can't think of what. Unless I do a, a music-based show, which uh, I guess I can do. I've tried, and uh, so far, so good. Shh, don't tell anybody. Especially you, too. You know what? Fuck you, too. But I, if I'm going to continue doing podcasting I, I i don't have to go on there oh but your exposure and everybody's yeah but you're restricted down to uh, nothing you're not allowed to play this you can't play that even if you have a, a blanket license uh youtube uh, they, they get the spilkies about uh i mean when i did things for nicole uh just going back years i did a, an open for her using my music bed for a, a open which was uh which she, she was already using the thunderclap newman something in the air maybe i should play that because i did a, another evergreen bit called schmutzed my underwear and i <laughs> i should play that because i'm not on youtube so she got clocked for it but i'm not on youtube so uh cocks a hoist fuck youtube and oh that that's gonna dash all of my hopes of ever being this uh <laughs> new coined phrase youtube celebrity <laughs> yeah so run down to best buy get yourself a laptop a mic and uh and a little cam and uh, you you too can be a youtube celebrity Everything's instant now. Instant! Don't have to work at it, don't have to practice, don't have to pay your dues, just be an instant YouTube celebrity! Alright, uh, the Mueller report has been uh, completed. Nobody has read it yet, and I'm not going to opine on it further until uh, something comes out that we can read if it ever does but uh, right now we've got punditry on the air that are, are speculating and speculating and spectorating and, uh, and expectorating all over the place and they have nothing to go on they're just earning their $1,500 check per appearance for FaceTime on the air they're saying nothing because they know nothing well I also suspect that this report's going to be all I'm going to say right now is that it seems to me he completed this report to hand off to the SDNY. And then I'm going to take it from there. Because the reality is, no, there's nothing in the, in the Constitution, there's no laws, there's no rules, there's no tradition that you can't indict a sitting president. They indicted a vice president, if you remember Spiro Agnew. Uh, they had no problem doing that. But uh, if you impeach, then you got to move to indict and uh, this Republican Senate ain't going to do it. So it's kind of a waste of time. They're going to nail him on other things in New York State where he is powerless to pardon. And that's all I'm going to say about it until the next show. Because uh, why? Nobody knows nothing. And I'm the only one on the air that says, uh, I don't fucking know. And I'd like to see one of the pundits. At least admit it, that you don't have any clue of what's going on. Not yet, anyway, at this stage. Wait a, wait a week or two, and then we'll know something. Just wait till you get the redacted report, and then uh, you can uh, take it from there. <laughs> and the other thing is this uh, that documentary about uh, Michael Jackson. It, it was all of the uproar and the uh, arm flailing and everything. You didn't know? You didn't know that Michael Jackson was molested. That's why when he died, and yeah, it's sad. He was young and he was drugs and all this. But when he died, it was like he was being held up as this uh, great. But and I'll I'll say this: he was a talent. He definitely was a talent. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and it was a loss to the music industry. However, he was a pedophile and he was a child molester. 
And when he died, that all disappeared. It disappeared. Now it's all come back. And people are like, well, up in arms. The parents knew about this. The pa you know, the power of celebrity. Yes. Uh, it's some kind of a weird, and it's uh, mainly here in this country. We worship celebrity. And you don't necessarily have to accomplish a goddamn thing to be a celebrity. I don't want to mention Cardassians by name. They can't sing. They can't act. They don't do stand-up. They don't write. They don't, uh, they do nothing. They just stand there and shop. And they're celebrities. That's what we value right here in the uh, United States of America. It was common knowledge about this uh, Never Never Land thing back before he died. And he was, he was losing all kinds of sales. And the, the one thing I do resent about Michael Jackson is that he screwed Paul McCartney over, that silly, silly person, uh, with the uh, rights to all the Beatles songs. Of course, that has since been resolved. McCartney got back uh, the rights to his own music. But I've got no shortage of uh, Michael Jackson comedy bits going back uh, many, many years. And uh, if you'll recall, although we haven't heard much about it since, he did knock up Elvis Presley's daughter. Oh, well, a Graceland's rocking six feet above me And everybody's talking about my Lisa Marie She tied the knot, but was it really love? Uh-uh she got knocked up, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hey, yeah. Oh, well, they had a little wedding for my princess bride. I would have been invited if I hadn't have died. I wish somebody would have dug me up, my little girl. She got knocked up, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. hey, yeah. Well, please, won't you tell me, little Lisa Marie, Why'd you find you a jerk into Scientology? Did you marry him because he drove you out? Or cause he got you heavy with child? You got silver's looks, but how can it be? Every day you're looking more and more like me. And soon you'll be wearing a double D cup. You get big when you get knocked up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. Well, your belly's bloated, so he gave you a ring, and pretty soon I'll be the grandpa king. Your husband and your kid are now in line to all cash in on the king's gold mine. Now, if I was alive, you know what I'd say. Lisa Marie, now how'd you get this way? If I had any pride, you know I'd hang my head, but I can't. Huh, I'm already dead, uh-huh. Michael, Neverland Ranch is in total disarray. What's it like being back here? I was shocked because there was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. Oh, here's your old bedroom. Whoa! Does it smell good enough for you in there? How do you like the smell? Is it good? It smells like ass. What did you do in here? Bust loads of kids. Well, never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> Ah, uh, look what I found over here. You lost this a long time ago. My nose? Yep. Good. That's what I wanted. You made me cry. What I saw on the news is hard to believe. Michael Jackson just married Melissa Marie. He's a weirdo. Baby, that's no lie Cause if there's one thing that she don't need It's some more tabloid publicity with a weirdo He's a weirdo I guess that I don't understand Don't she want a manly man This guy ain't in love in no way A guy ain't like you and me he ain't got no dinky But I just cannot turn my head I really think he's gay Well, my stomach turns 
He's a girly man with a plastic nose Probably prances round in a pantyhose He's a weirdo He's a weirdo Well now being dead ain't so bad Cause he won't ever get to call me dad He's a weirdo I'm kinda glad I died He's a weirdo On the next Flip This House. All right. It's one of our biggest challenges yet as we attempt to flip Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. Let's do it. Okay, our first task in this near impossible flip will be to create a comfortable reading room out of Michael's secret children's playroom slash love dungeon. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. And this room's going to need some immediate remodeling. For instance, we'll be removing these child size arm and leg shackles right off the wall. Those are heavy. Seeing as today's buyer might frown upon having that in the house. Hey, Shelly, can you get your crew to pick up all these latex ball gags? Yeah, and you better get a black light. It's kind of messy. <laughs> Neverland Ranch on the next Flip This House. Hello and welcome to A Current Affair. Michael, Neverland Ranch is still closed, but are you still going to have your annual Easter egg hunt? Of course, why not? Really? And we have busloads of kids. You know, the news is just going to make a big deal over it. Why do you do this? I, I can't quite say, but it has to do with sex. <laughs> That's what I thought. So where are you going to hide the golden egg? You'll see. Come on, tell me. I want to say. Come on! Uh, my buttocks? Ooh! <laughs> It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. And here it is, the evergreen I've been promising to play that came so close to the original bet, it got flagged on YouTube. Get me a cloth or towel Because I switched my underwear I knew that this would happen sooner or later I'd find a messy doo-doo there And I know I wiped Why are BDDs white? I thought wearing boxers were better but my balls and hair kept sticking together. Ow! Ow! You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, Skyhawk Radio, and I think GDPR Revolution 99.com. I hope so, because I'm going to, if they're not on the air, I'm going to miss saying 99. Tune in Patreon, Stitcher, TheBritSummerShow.com, and I thank everybody for clicking the donate button to keep this thing on the air. Well, kind of on the air. Now, I've been promising to have Steve Boone on the show. I just don't know when. It's not his fault. It's me. I just can't get my schedule right. And I, I just want to sit down and have a nice conversation with him. He's a great guy and he's worth my full attention. I just can't do that right now, but it will be very, very soon. And uh, as far as next week, if I, if I get my life in order by then, uh, there will be a show next week. So that's the way I see the world from here. Until then, this is Brittany Summer saying, It's Muller time. <laughs>